0: Hello and welcome back to Silhouette Zero, the nine heights of Percival Q Stalwart. I'm your host and GM Chris Ng. uh, (laughs) I'm the player the brother (laughs) Matt. Okay, look. (laughs) Uh. Matt has recorded me making a frustrated noise on the sampler. It may be making multiple appearances throughout this episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that never gets old. There's a reason we don't buy him particular pieces of equipment. <clears throat> okay. But you did! Well, actually, I... Well, that,
1: man, this one was a partial, right?
0: Anyway... You funded this. Percival Q. Saltwart. you and your ward, Crumpet, have just gone from a very excellent evening escapade of stealing golden pots and making new friends the blackbirds
1: yes crow raven and magpie
0: yes crow raven and magpie incidentally blackbirds spelled b-l-a-k-e-y-r-d-z z Z? yeah z i'm sorry zed (laughs) if we're really just gonna go full-on britzy here um we are now in the night phase of um your invest your first day full day of investigation The blackbirds have scarpered off because they need to go uh, get their stuff to move in. Mm -hmm. You're not sure what that means. (laughs) What kind of stuff do they have? Guess you'll find out later. So you and Crumpet are making your merry way through the, uh, late night alleyways and, uh, streets of Ballentrop city. So question, um, sticking to the main streets or going through the back ways? Um, Backways. You guys are meandering your way through the back alleyways of Ballantrop City. You're very comfortable back here. You always have been. Crumpet is uh, dipping into the snack bag once in a while to eat something. So, what's our next move, Mr. Percy?
1: Well, the next move is the case of
0: path. What, what do you mean by that?
1: Well, we need to find the best way to utilize our new resources, don't we?
0: Oh, right. Um, so we got the boot cutters who you've tricked. And the blackbirds, who maybe you've also tricked? I feel like I have befriended them all uh, through means of diplomacy. Until we need to trick them. Well, yes. All right. So norm- normal stuff then. Quite right. Unfortunately, you will not make it that far. And two figures swoop from the top of the alleyway. Whoosh, whoosh. They're long and slender and kind of golden orange. And they, um, well, they look like cranes and uh, they land in front of you. Ah, finally. It's time for the second tutorial battle. Okay, um, roll your um, steam smog points, please. How many? Uh, three, please. Four steam, one smog. Okay, uh, and now let's roll initiative. Okay,
1: let's see here.
0: Can I use cool? Uh, no. Okay. okay, can you do um, crumpets for me? It's a uh, yellow and two green. Okay, Woo-hoo! Okay, so Crumpet and the uh, enemies have tied, and uh, Percy got uh, two advantages. So it'll be uh, PC enemies and PC in that order, which essentially means nothing in uh, such a small order. Um, so uh, Crumpet is immediately shaking in his boots, quite literally. Uh, what do you do? I activate my owl powers. Okay, so your, your owl, uh, Huzu, appears behind you. Um, in what, what kind of form, or do you want me to just pick something?
1: I was kind of envisioning just, like, spiritual form behind him, like, chest up. Like a genie.
0: Got it. Aha. So, finally, they make a move against us. These are just minions. They have been imbued with the enemy's power, but do not have the same potency that you do. We should be able to easily strike them down. Quite right. Uh, uh, what do we do, Mr. Percy?
1: Activate your powers.
0: Oh, uh, do I have to?
1: Well, now isn't as good of a time as any. Hey, what are you going to do, throw your shoe at him?
0: Okay, fine, fine. Jahal, come forth! <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's a hulking uh, half-man, half-jackal in a green cloud of energy behind um, Crumpet. I feel and- like Crumpet would hide behind him. Oh, yeah, that's true. He immediately like runs behind him. <laughs> and uh, behind Percy is uh, Huzu in a kind of glowing blue form. Mm-hmm. Make the first move, quickly! Very
1: well. Time for some ranged attack. Okay, do you still have all your stuff? Yes, I pulled it back up.
0: Okay, so remember, uh, how it works is you are going to use uh, roll it like a uh, group attack. Uh-huh. So, whatever your range skills are plus the range stats of Huzu. And then your uh, range uh, is uh, six damage, disorient two, crit three.
1: Yep. So, so I'm going to roll a yellow, two green, and one blue versus uh, just two purple. Three success,
0: one advantage. Okay. Uh, what does it look like when you do a range attack? I thought we agreed on like feathered darts. Yeah. Cool.
1: Like ethereal ones. So, he raises his gloved hand. As you know, he looks kind of like a stage, stage magician. Right. Uh, he raises his gloved hand, and you see the energy swirl around his hand. Mm-hmm. And then some of the swirls solidify a little bit, and then dart forward.
0: Okay, so, the uh, the blast strikes the closest crane-shaped looking humanoid. And you see that uh, when the... <laughs> the energy impacts, like, the, the the shell, parts of the shell of that energy washes away off of the the person who's obviously possessed by this power. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yes. They are weak and cannot regenerate their protective energy quickly. Once you've struck one, it will take so- an entire turn for them before they regenerate it. So basically, once you've hit a target, their soak is gone until uh, like they've had a chance to actually recharge it. Interesting. Now your young wards strike, uh, but before they can, uh, one of the, well, yeah, the crane fellows are going to attack first, and they mm-hmm. have a yellow and two green, and uh, they just come swiping straight at you, whoosh whoosh, and so um, they they rush toward you to claw or peck at you with their long crane beaks, and that is five incoming damage.
1: Where's my? Oh, I didn't put any soak in. Okay.
0: It's probably. Well, what's your brawn? two so it's probably three okay okay Duh. Nah, don't worry we can heal those wounds quickly
1: just mind a matter <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's the name of the battle aspect you gave. <laughs>
0: all right boy unleash the fury um uh, okay um do some sort of uh spell attack range range attack okay okay whatever do it just do it the, uh, beefy arms of Jaharl gather up giant green fireballs and, uh, hurl it at him. Let's see. So that is... Okay, so it's a yellow, a green, a blue, against two purple. It's one success, three advantages. And, uh, Jaharl's uh, ranged attack is six damage. Crit three, burn two. Uh, now this blast comes out at, uh, and hits the closest one incinerating it. And then uh, the second blast hits the the other one in my like, uh-huh. close succession, which wipes out that one's well, they're a group, so their soak is down. So um, yeah, so uh-huh. you see the the there's a huge blast, uh, burst of fiery light, and uh, like they're just completely the energy around these two people are just com- is completely destroyed. Um, much more violently and much more powerful than you would have expected based upon the, the attack that you just dropped at him. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes, I forgot. Draharl is well suited to fight these minions. Why is that? Each one of us has a particular element associated with our power. There's type advantages I have to learn? blimey. Yes, let me send you the list in the Discord. That is far too many elements. <laughs> We are the element of shadow. Oh, good. Which means we will do double damage against those spirits who are aligned with Earth, but only half against those aligned with lightning. Which one does lightning? Just so that I'm prepared. Not now. We'll have plenty of time for that later. The Crane Goddess, Arelia. The Crane Goddess Ariella is a being of wind. Jaharl is a being of fire, which means that he will always do double damage against her and her minions. Watch out, two more coming. And uh, two more crane leap down to continue the tutorial battle. (laughs) Oh, come on. How many of them are there? Well, at least four.
1: (laughs) All right, your roll. Uh, We will repeat the roll
0: of ranged. Failure, but two advantages. (laughs) All right, what do you want to do with those advantages? Pass a blue on. All right, so. uh, Pass a blue on to Young Crumpet. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, okay, uh. So the the feathers shoot out, the crane men have to dodge around, giving a Crumpet a slight advantage. Jaharl's jaws start snapping hungrily, and he's like, I'm going to devour them whole! And he leaps, pulling Crumpet along with him towards <laughs> doing a uh, melee attack. So that's going to be, uh, yellow... Oh, it's basically the same role. Yellow, green, blue, two purple.
1: I keep forgetting I can aim. <laughs>
0: uh, again, two advantages here, and so they the. Oh, I forgot to add a blue, the other blue, of course, did nothing. Ah, and that one did also did nothing. Uh, so the uh, the cranes actually leap up and take flight to avoid Joharl's snapping jaws. Crumpet uh, is like, oh, oh no, stop it, stop it, bad doggy. <laughs> The cranes will now attack from above using their ranged attack, uh, which is a yellow and a green against, uh, we'll do it against Crumpet since he's the one there, uh, success, but two threats. All right. So, uh, okay. The, they shoot down, um, I guess. Yeah, I guess towards of orange, yellow colored wind blasts and they slice across Jaharl's body and, uh, and Crumpet. And you can see he's like, you know, being battered around on the ground. Your turn.
1: Okay, did you use those threats?
0: I have not. What do you want to do with them?
1: I'm going to give me a blue. Ooh, okay. And I'm going to aim. Nice. (laughs) Since I keep forgetting to say that. Okay. So that is going to be... Two green, a yellow, three blue versus two purple. Failure, but three advantages.
0: (laughs) Alright, what do you want to do with it?
1: Technically, that's three blues, right?
0: (laughs) That is three blues. Yeah, let's
1: make it rain on (laughs) it.
0: Oh, yeah, because it's the immediate next person, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, let me roll Crumpet, and then we can make, like, a joint explanation as to what it was that he did to make it so advantageous. Um, So it's the same battle roll no matter what I do. So I'm just going to do three blues plus one for aiming. How about that? Yeah. So yellow, green, four blues against two purple. Oh, failure with five advantages. (laughs) So, uh, you know, you guys are still trying to get used to spirit fighting here and there's all sorts of magic blasts shooting around. But these cranes are very maneuverable and they are dodging all over the place. Now with five advantages, do you want to just crank on like... Yes. Blacks? Yes. So is it two advantages per black?
1: I feel like it is. And then that last one can be a blue for me.
0: Okay. So yeah, they are still airborne, um, and they will have to fight with their ranged attack, which is actually worse for them. There's two blacks, so it's a yellow, green, two purple, two black. Uh, But that's two successes and a threat. And so um, Crumpet gets battered some more with more wind blasts. He's not looking so good now. He's actually starting to bleed from a couple of places.
1: Okay. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to go for another attack. So same roll. Yellow, two green, three blue, two purple. Five success.
0: Nice. Uh, so yeah, you pound, and your damage is six, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you you last one into oblivion, um, and the, the poor sod who was possessed just kind of slumps down against the wall, unconscious, and, uh, some of the feathers also strike the remaining one, uh, causing it damage and dropping its, uh, protective shielding. Uh, okay, so you did 11, and so I'm actually going to use something, um, Called Blood of My Enemy, which is one of Jaharl's battle aspects. And basically, he recovers wounds equal to the damage done uh, this round by allies. And so you did 12 damage um, or 11 damage. And so he will recover 11 wounds, which is more than he needs to. But uh, basically, Jaharl is just like, ah, yes, delicious. And uh, absorbs the energy that's being dissipated off by the uh, falling enemies and then you can see it being knitted back together into Crumpet's body and he pops back up. Oh, oh that's not so bad. How, how did you do that? I took the dying energy and knitted it back into life. Okay, never mind. I don't want to ask you any more questions.
1: Are the enemies going to roll fall damage? <laughs> um
0: no. Well, because the I was, I was just joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so there's one guy left. Uh, he's not doing so good, but he will try to strike out at uh, you with his beak. Uh, one success, so that's five damage coming at you. Okay, your turn. So he
1: he hit me in person, right?
0: Um. Uh, well, I mean, it's I don't I didn't give the spirits their own health bar, so it you know it's all just sort of fluff as to well, whether or I not-
1: I mean. I mean, melee. Yes, that's
0: correct. Okay.
1: I will melee him back with claws. I mean, granted, it's not a good roll, but uh, let's see here. So that is going to be a yellow, a green, two blue, because I'm going to aim my claws, and two purple. Yeah. Failure, but an advantage. Have a blue. Or actually, can I make it step back? Yes. I'll have it disengage.
0: So yeah, you swoop forward with your claws, your owly talons slashing, and uh, the crane leaps back in in terror. Honestly, it's it's uh, feeling rather pressed against the wall after watching its and his friend uh, get so thoroughly knocked down. Uh huh. And so Crumpet and Jaharl um, are feeling fighting fit again, and Jaharl gathers a big old green ball of energy of fire. And chucks it straight at him. It's one success, which means that it is 14 damage due to the <laughs> elemental advantage. And the uh, train boy is incinerated and the 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 poor, whoever this is, falls to the ground completely unconscious. It seems that was all of them.
1: Well, can't leave these loose ends lying around, I suppose.
0: <laughs> oh, Mr. a passy. What? These just look like random vagrants.
1: Oh, quite right.
0: Uh, I suppose they can stay. It it honestly won't be the first time they wake up in an alley confused. Not surprisingly cruel of you. Oh, I was just trying to be, um, what's the word? Brutally pragmatic? Dismissive, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no.
1: Ah, see, Jaharly is good for you, boy. I mean, I could reap them if you don't want any evidence.
0: No. No, that'd be nice. No, I don't want to reap them. Let's just leave them. Come on, let's go, Mr. Percy, before more come. Oh, fine, fine. We'll keep moving on.
1: All right. Where to? We're going to the garden.
0: Oh, all right. Uh, I told you we're scouting. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I mean, I guess I'm not that surprised. We're just, all right, well, let's just keep on. It's middle of the night. (laughs) Yeah, he's not going to actively try to make a move yet. Right. All right. So you make your way to the garden. Uh, you can go ahead and heal your wounds because with all that time, Huzu can just replenish it. Not a big deal.
1: I forget. Is that um, a maneuver normally?
0: Uh, no, it's an action.
1: An action to convert the wounds to strain?
0: Yes. Gotcha. Um, how do you deal with the strain, the mental strain? How do you refresh yourself as you're walking along?
1: You know, Crumpit, I could go for a good spot of tea.
0: Oh, um, all right. Uh, just give me one moment.
1: Certainly. He, he he takes his cane and, like, twists it a little bit and pushes down on it. And then, like, three legs pop out the bottom. And, like, the top <laughs> flattens a little. And he takes a seat down.
0: Uh, likewise, Crumpet opens up his tool bag and uh, puts it, brings out a little pot. I feel like Crumpet has one of those briefcases that collapses.
1: Like, it has, like, table uh, like legs built into it.
0: Ah, uh, yes, of course. Uh, yeah, so that thing collapses out. He sets the, uh, the the little tin kettle aside, and then there's obviously, like, some sort of prototype hot plate. <laughs> it heats up the water right there in the middle of the street. Um, he holds up... He comes over to you with a little basket, and it's got two types of tea in it.
1: Hmm. Only two. Huh. Beggars can't be choosers.
0: Uh, this one. <laughs> oh, yes. The Earl Grey. Good choice, sir.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I-, I only had two choices. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like I have a feeling it was either Earl Grey or English breakfast, and I, yeah, and, or I got a Barton and breakfast, and yeah, gonna drink <laughs> breakfast tea in the middle of the night.
1: Um, yeah, like, that's like the time I got yelled at for ordering uh, what was it, cappuccino at three in the afternoon. Really,
0: that, that's a that's a no no.
1: Cappuccino is like a breakfast thing.
0: Oh, I did not know that.
1: And it's more of a a sweeter drink. And if you're having coffee with dessert, you're supposed to have something more bitter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Meh. Um, so I guess the question right now is, does Crumpet also have like a battered old tin cup for him to use? Or is it like a nice cup?
1: Oh, oh, it, He, yeah. He has to have like a battered one. Okay, yeah,
0: it's a battered metal cup. It does have a, a proper It's just like, their
1: travel mug, you know?
0: Yeah, it has a proper stem for him to hold on to and a yeah. saucer. It's just, it's not pretty. He pours the tea. It's just hammered, that's all. Um, is, it, uh, is he a milk and sugar kind of guy, or? No. All right, so he hands him the tea, black. Crumpet um, pours some for himself, but there is definitely like five sugars in it. Ah, bracing. Quite right.
1: Bit of a nip in the
0: air tonight, wouldn't you say, Crumpet? Yes, I, I have a feeling it might rain tomorrow.
1: Oh, that'd be unfortunate.
0: Yes, I can't imagine. How they're could I clean up all that stuff in the Helio life if it's raining?
1: Plus all the washout, you know? Washing all the oil and bits and bobs into the into the streets. That can't be good for the gutter cleaners.
0: It probably would put out one of the fires though.
1: True. Small graces.
0: <laughs> They've finished tea. Continue <laughs> I, I like that every time
1: they have tea they do like the proper small talk.
0: <laughs> I I don't know if that's a, a properly British thing or not, but you know what? It's, I hope it is. It's Bartona, so we're gonna we're gonna say this is a very Bartonian thing to do with that.
1: I hope it's a very British thing to do.
0: It has to be a very, very uh, polite, polite small talk. Nothing overly serious. Yeah. You make it to the outskirts of the garden, as previously stated. It's one of the largest manors in Ballantrop City, outside of the actual capital palace of the king. Um, it has it. I guess essentially takes up a city block or two, and it has its own like fence perimeter. Mm-hmm. It's a high white brick wall with wrought iron spikes at the top that are tasteful, but also very pointy. There are um, specifically only two entrances through this outside perimeter. Uh, the the main ostentatious entrance, and then there's like a side one used for um, deliveries. Where to, Gumshoe? Uh, side door. You make your way towards the side gate, you do see uh, several guards wearing the livery of The Countess Minuet Largo, um, her colors are very, like, soft pale blue, like metallic blue, and white. These are not run-of-the-mill, you know, conscript work-for-bottom-barrel guards. These are people who, you can tell just by looking at them, quite trained. Two of them seem to be having a conversation.
1: Ooh, okay. I think it's time to shadow-step my way over there, whoops. You...
0: Did you go, Mr. Percy. Just gonna take a look. What do I do? Wait. Okay, just just right here.
1: Yes, I'll be right back. Okay, I can do that. I'm very good at waiting. Okay, good. Now
0: practice being quiet. You get closer to the two guards. Eh, uh, poor sod. It's his own fault for letting him get all caught up in this nonsense. He had to know better. I mean, they're from two different worlds. Yeah, I know. I was kinda rooting for him. Oh, oh, no, you're one of those shippers. What? What? Come on now. Why? A man can't have a hobby, really, but pretending to match up nobility and random people together and then writing it down in a piece of paper. It's not a paper. It's a form. A form? Yeah, so we can, you know, compare notes. Aren't you telling me you go to a meeting with this stuff? It's not a meeting. It's a club. Oh, for crying out loud. So you really put, put our boy, Bertie Shells, together with the Countess? Hey, not so loud. People are going to get ideas. Ideas about what? Everybody knows that, that he's madly in love with her and that he can't do nothing about it. I know, but still, I mean, Bertie is one of us, ain't he? Should show a little bit of respect to the, lo- to the bloke. All right, all right. Fine. Why do you think it's such a good match? I don't know, he's just, you know, I mean, he's the captain of the perimeter guard. Always thinking about her safety. He's brave and strong and, you know, pretty good looking. <laughs> I bet he's pretty good looking. Oh, I mean, come on now, have you seen the sods that try to come in here to co- court the Countess? They're not exactly lookers. You don't have to be a looker when you got money, mate. And it just kind of goes on and on like that.
1: So... I think now he's interested in finding this birdie, gentleman. You know, if
0: you were clever enough, you might be able to whisper or do something to influence their conversation.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: I That's think, annoying. Wait, oh, go ahead. I think I could disguise your presence for up to three words.
1: Extra hmm. work distasteful. <laughs> Basically, he wants them to complain about the extra work they had to do for the party.
0: Well, you know... It's all good and well for Bertie to be off at the bottling swine, drinking his sorrows away while we're out here pulling double duty every night. Yeah, I guess we can agree on that, can't we? Must well, be nice being captain of the perimeter guard, only having to work a normal shift. Yeah, well, you know how it is. He'll be pitch black drunk by the morning, and then he'll I don't know, miraculously sleep it off like he always does. And then he'll be buggering us about, yo, why isn't your armor polished? How come your sword's not sharp enough? That's if he didn't spend all night drowning in his own sorrows. He's gonna slip off, back to Crumpet. Did you find anything? Oh, yes, quite a few things.
1: I'm feeling a bit thirsty. How about we go to the bottle and swine? The, the what now? I believe that was the name of the place. Streetwise. Two purple. Uh, three green, two purple. Failure in a th- or washing of threat.
0: <laughs> it is the bottle and swine. You know nothing about it. Maybe it's new? Question mark. Come now, come,
1: but it's surely you know where the new goings ons are.
0: Um, all right. I mean, like, we can probably find it, but Let, let's go. Uh, I mean, I, I know how to find it. Come on, Mrs. Percy. Quite <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, you, you guys go down through the back alleys of ways, and um, you, you make a little stop. You're not sure why you're stopping here. This is definitely not the bottle and swine, in fact, it's not really anything. It's a wooden shack in the middle of an empty lot. Crumpet, I don't believe you understand what a pub is. <laughs> Crumpet knocks on the door and uh, an older boy, maybe 14, 15, pops his head out and goes, well, 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 Finn Crumpet. <laughs> Percival
1: wraps the, the lad on the head with his cane. <laughs> ah, that's enough. <laughs>
0: Hi, you know the rules. No grown-ups. Oh, sorry, Mr. Bessie. You have to stand over there.
1: Oh, fine. <laughs> he, he goes over there and he deploys the stool again.
0: <laughs> well, 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 yes, we did this part already, Pip. So what's got you crawling back? you finally ready to take up the new nickname of Crump-Pip. No, I don't want to be Crump-Pip. That's a terrible name. <laughs> so what are you doing here? I need a favor. Oh, this ought to be good, isn't it? Just, just, just stop, stop gloating all the time. You want me
1: to wrap him on the head again? Shh, Mr. Percy, you're not allowed to
0: engage.
1: No grown-ups. How old is Pip? He can't be that much. He, he, he can't be around your age. For him to have this attitude, he's practically a grown-up
0: himself. All right, you know what? If you're not going to follow the rules... No, 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 no. Mr. Percy won't say anything else, right, Mr. Percy?
1: Oh, Balderdash, fine. <laughs> he pulls out an old noobs paper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I was just wondering, um, I need to find the bottle and swine. Yeah, I might know where it is. What's it worth to you? Oh, please, Pip, can't for old time's sake, can't you just let me know where it is? No, afraid not, Crumpet. See, information's quite valuable. This is not that valuable. You're saving me maybe an hour of me walking around. <laughs> Mm, then what's what, What's an hour worth to you, mate? Hmm? A couple of shillings. Got a nice looking bag of food there. Um, 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 uh, I really don't want you to, to take my food. Uh, I worked really hard to get it. Oh, hard work. It's also hard work to know where everything is. Come on, hand it over. All right, your you nothing. Oh, oh. Crumpet is reluctantly lifting the bag. Fool! How dare you demand things of my master! Uh, uh, uh. Tell me what he wants to know, or I will devour your soul slowly for all eternity. Did you know I could do that? I could chew on your soul like a piece of gum, working it over and over within my jaws. You could be there for a thousand years, constantly being mashed. And ground and torn asunder.
1: Uh, 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 okay, it's it sounded
0: and then he blurts out a bunch of directions. Oh, so grown-ups are allowed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jaharl vanishes. Um, okay, I gotta get a bite. Um, Crumpet's doing one of those like very dramatic runs where he's like pumping his arms really high. <laughs> like one of those high-stepping runs. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Percy! Why are we running? I don't know, I'm scared of my own monster. I'm not a monster.
1: Yes, he's a deity. Show him a bit of respect, Crumpet. Now apologize to Jahar.
0: Uh, Sorry, Mr. Um, Thanks for helping me out. You need to learn more self-respect, boy. Especially if you're going to be my
1: human representative. Quite right. Kowtowing to a pip of all things. Come now, Crumpet, I've raised you better than that.
0: But the pips are the best of the urchins. Yes, and you've surpassed them. Ah, <laughs> oh, I guess I'd never thought of it that way before. We should have just wrapped him on the head with your cane until so they gave us what he wanted. That's what we wanted—that's
1: what I was going to do. <laughs> you see, Crumpet, these urchins, well, useful and valuable members of the community, are all bark and no bite. <laughs> like a good dog pun. Thank you. See Huzu, who. You can learn to appreciate my puns more. Johal does.
0: I would prefer not to. Your loss. <laughs> Alright, so you follow the screamed directions from the pip, and you make your way to the bottle and swine. It, um, I don't know, I don't know, um, Percy's tastes that well. Would you say he has a refined palate, or sort of a um, an adventurous palate, or does he is he just a, you know, a creature of the low class that will just eat whatever's in front of his face?
1: I mean, there is the middle of the road option where he's just like a, a, a simple brown Bartonian man.
0: All right. Well, let me describe to you what is served at the Bottle and Swine, and then you sure. will tell me his reaction. <laughs> it is a, um, I guess, suppose a pub that um, is completely focused on serving only two things. Wine and sausages. That sounds pretty really pretty normal. Okay, so you walk into the Bottle and Swine. There's a lot of strange-looking. Well, there's a you know group of people. uh, Oh boy. I mean, it's the middle of the night. My guess is that if uh, if people are out partying, this is the phase of the night where they're feeling a little peckish. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so they've got lots of groups of people um, sitting around tables, eating these uh, plates full of sausages and sipping on. Different wines. At the bar, you can see uh, birdie Shells. He's pretty easy to spot, considering he's wearing a very ostentatious uh, guard uniform of the uh, Lady or the Countess Minuet Largo, and uh, he is by himself.
1: I sit down next to him and flag the bartender.
0: Uh, yes, uh, how can I help you? I would fancy
1: some wine, something fortified, perhaps. Uh, very well, and uh, what sausage?
0: Something with four legs, preferably. He gives you a very strange look, but uh, walks off to try to fulfill the order. <laughs> Comes back later with a plate of four sausages and uh, a glass of red.
1: Ah, perfect, perfect.
0: Oh. Hello, Your Honor. What's your uh, what's your sausage of choice here? Birdie Shells kind of looks over at you. Who, boy, he's uh, four sheets to the wind at this point. <laughs> he's got quite a glow going on on his face. He shakes his head. There ain't no enough for sausages in all of Bartona that could fill the hole in my heart right now, mate.
1: Sounds like you've got troubles there, Your Honor. Why don't you tell your old friend Cabbage here? Go <laughs> <woe. laughs> Roll me something. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me look. You want charm or do you want deception?
0: I will take whatever you like.
1: Uh, let's do deception then.
0: Okay, it's gonna be two purple. You get a blue because he's quite impaired.
1: Cool. So that's gonna be two yellow, a green, and a blue versus two purple. Failure, but four advantages.
0: I'm sorry, this was deception. Yeah. Oh, is it not two purple? Oh no, it's still it's still two purple. He leans forward. Oh, I am. Oh, I know you. Yeah, I know you. You're all that magician. Yes,
1: rinseable cabbage.
0: No, no, no. The other one. The Arcane Arts guy.
1: I'm afraid I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, I only know parlor tricks and...
0: Percival Q. War. Yeah. Yeah, the lady saw your show once.
1: Oh, you must be quite close with the lady if you know her viewing habits.
0: Well, of course. I'm the captain of the perimeter guard. And she wanted to go see a show. But like, as a commoner, you know? I uh, was under the impression that perimeter ended at the confines of the- of the garden. Ah, uh, yeah, I know, but she-she's like, I'm the only guard she can trust, you know, for keep her secrets. The one she wants to go about amongst the common folk.
1: You must have proven yourself frequently to earn that level of confidence.
0: Ha <laughs> ha, indeed I did. I have done so much for that woman. So many things you sound pained by. you seem you sound pained by that Of course I'm pained by it why do you think I'm drowning myself in sausages? I just assume that your travails are very difficult you don't know the half of it indulge me He grabs his wine and then chomps out another sausage. Why don't you tell me more
1: He gives he tosses another sausage onto his plate from his
0: nah uh, you don't you don't want to hear about it. Nobody ever does. Even my friends are sick of me talking about it.
1: It sounds like someone has spent too much time focusing on the perimeter and not enough time in the center. And he taps his heart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, you know, that's pretty beautiful, mate. I've never really, never really thought of it that way.
1: Well, after all, I am a showman after all,
0: right? It's just, you know, do, do you know who I'm talking about when I say the lady?
1: Oh, I'm assuming you mean the only lady worth mentioning in these parts.
0: Yeah, the countess, and you at Largo. I, I mean, you knew that. I'm i wearing, wearing a uniform. Oh, oh, gods! If she knew I was drunk in uniform, I won't tell if you don't. I—I sh- I should take it off. I—I I should take it. He's like trying to try to take his his uniform off. No, no, that's quite all right, Governor. Just
1: calm yourself. No, I, I I highly doubt anyone here cares that a man of uniform is enjoying sausages and wine.
0: But if the Dame Agria found out oh she have my head, I think she'd try to take it literally too. Just chop chop. Who's that? Dame Agria River. It's the Countess's the head of uh, internal security. Look, I've been in charge of the ladies' perimeter guard for five years now. And before that, I was one of her entourage guards. Before her father died, I would be the one who let her out into the garden when she wanted to sneak around, and then just down the street, and then a little further. For years, I've been doing this. And the whole time, I've been madly in love with her.
1: I'm surprised that a man of your caliber and trust was delegated out to the perimeter instead of being the central guard, Captain.
0: Ah... I was happy to do it. I think, I think Minuet wanted me there, you know, so I could help, you know, give her escapes. That's that's fine with me. To be honest, I don't know if I could handle being her main guard, walking around staring at her all day.
1: Where does she go so frequently at night?
0: Oh, uh, whatever the new latest place is in that atrocious rag.
1: Oh, Miss Porter's report.
0: No, 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 not that one. The, the one that tells for the common folk, the new places.
1: I'm a common folk. I don't believe I've seen this rag. Uh,
0: ah, yeah. here. It hands you a, a folded up newspaper. It's a few days old. It's called Man About Town. And it's just like a, a listing of, of different fun things for commoners to do. New places that have opened up. New ideas to like try. Um, There's... <laughs> There's a section where it lists, like, when they think nobles are going to be throwing their old stuff out. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of stuff. She's really fascinated with this thing, especially the mysterious man about town himself, and I don't know, I think she gets bored, and she's under so much pressure. I mean, of course she's under so much pressure. That's why she has to get married in the first place. She's too much responsibility. If she would just listen to me, I understand we could just run away. She doesn't need all this money and title, and I mean, she's perfectly happy slumming it all the other times. Why can't we just do that all the time? Why can't we just do that all the time?
1: Well, sometimes it's hard, you know, you you take vacation from opulence to go slum it for a bit, but that's because you have the comforts of
0: home back home. Uh, I knew it. Ah, you're right. Of course you're right. Oh, God, I think I'm going to throw up.
1: Oh, it's fine. A man
0: of your fortitude,
1: I'm sure you'll be fine by morning. Mm, mm, mm. Have a sausage.
0: <laughs> he eats a sausage. Somehow that helps. Look, look at me. I'm, I'm really appreciative that you sat here and listened to me. No, nobody wants to hear me talk about her anymore.
1: Matters of the heart are no trifling matter.
0: What should I do, mate? What should I do? Tell me what I should do. Oh, guy, I don't know anymore. And honestly, I feel like it's fate that you were brought here tonight.
1: Oh, it's quite easy.
0: Well, tell me. Tell me what I should do.
1: Well, when she has all the suitors over, you have to do a grand romantic gesture in front of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way she'll believe that you're serious about your intentions. A
0: grand romantic gesture? During the party, you mean?
1: Oh, yes, yes, quite.
0: Right, right. I could
1: I could get some flowers or maybe write a poem. Something flashier than
0: that. Come now, you're the captain of the perimeter guard. Flashier? How would I even go about flashier? I don't know how to do those sorts of things. Oh, you
1: could do anything from fireworks to, if you wish to stay in the flower realm, you just have to have a a veritable entourage of flowers brought in.
0: Right, right, a parade of flowers. And I'm the perimeter guard captain.
1: Exactly. You could keep it quite hush-hush until the moment is right. I could sneak all sorts of people in. Yes, you could. Oh, where am I going to get the money for all this? Oh, it's quite all right. You can get flowers very affordably these days. They grow for free, you know.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. Flowers. Stupid, stupid. The place is called The Garden. Has more flowers there than anywhere. Stupid, stupid. What a stupid idea. Stupid.
1: maybe we should revisit my firework idea.
0: Where do you get fireworks? Oh, you can
1: make fireworks. That's quite easy. In fact, my ward here, who's swiping sausages off my platter, is quite capable at a great many things.
0: So, me? You want me to make more fireworks?
1: <laughs> yes, more fireworks.
0: Oh, I actually, I think we have, we have some leftover. We'll talk about it later. Really? You? Uh, Percival Q. Stalwart, the master of the arcane arts, one of the best... Oh, by the way, one of the best shows I've ever seen in person, honestly. Oh, thank you. you you'd help me come up with a grand
1: gesture? I am Percival Q. Stalwart. I would do anything for the name of love. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And if if I lose my job... Or even my life, I don't care. I can't just, I can't let this chance go pass me by. You only live once, my friend. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He gets up from the bar. Where, where do I find you later?
1: Why don't I come find you? Okay. Once I have, once we've finished constructing the fireworks.
0: Okay, good idea. You can find me at the perimeter.
1: <laughs> we will go to, we will approach from the servant's court, uh, servant's entrance.
0: Right. Thank you. First of all, thank you. He grabs you. He's like, shake you. Thank you! Anything for a friend. No. I'm gonna go in the alley and throw up now. You do that. <laughs> he stumbles off. Well, that was, I think, effective? That was perfect.
1: Excuse me, bartender. My good friend, the captain of the perimeter guard said to add my order
0: to his cab. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just waves at you like, yeah, yeah, got it, got it. <laughs> ah, perfect crime. <laughs> good dining dash there's always a cherry on top isn't it
1: (laughs) it really is
0: now let's go start constructing some
1: explosives
0: uh by we do you mean me yes (laughs) that's what i thought
1: well i'm going to supervise you need to understand crumpet the intricacies of my plan essentially i'm going to convince him that the proper position for these is along the wall all of the walls but it's not going to go upwards it's just going to go downwards and explode destroying all four sides of the perimeter.
0: We're going to destroy the wall? Why would we do that? To make people panic. Oh, yeah, but there's a difference between panic and possible insurrection, Mr. Percy.
1: That's what our friend the bootcutters are for.
0: Mr. Percy, I don't think the bootcutters
1: know anything about restraint. Oh, they're going to be doing hijinks elsewhere. To lead them away.
0: You know, Mr. Percy, if it weren't for the fact that we were literally trying to save the world, I would have a lot of problems with this plan.
1: Well, I wouldn't use this plan if it wasn't to save the world. Now, would I, Crumpet? Come now.
0: Yeah, you're right. Sorry, Mr. Percy. I have more restraint than that. We should get home. I've got all these baked goods now all these sausages. Yes, quite a lucrative day for us all. <laughs> we'll eat like kings for at
1: least a day. And I don't know why you're so weird about off giving the food to that pip.
0: I have food too. I know, but I don't want to give anything to the pips ever again. boy. Next time I see them, I'm going to slap him in the face. Maybe try a punch.
1: But I like where your spirit's at.
0: <laughs> and as Percy and Crumpet head off through the Bartoning streets back to where there's home, we conclude tonight's adventure and phase into mourning.
1: Say, say the thing. Say the thing. Did I do anything that
0: surprised you? Um yeah well so i mean what I, obviously birdie shells is a um is a character one of the possible threads right so he's on my paper here my preparation paper mm-hmm. um but i was surprised how um how you know much heart that uh, old percy has i know he's lying and manipulating him but there's always like a kernel of truth to that i feel like i guess or maybe not. Maybe I've just been taken in by his charm, just like everyone else. I
1: think you were just taken in by his charm like everyone else. I mean, he does care, but not about this. <laughs> <laughs> this was just a good way for us to get in with the guard. Also give us extra diversions.
0: I will say this plan to destroy the walls is uh, not what I was thinking. But the, uh, hey, you know what? It's your plan. You go for it.
1: Yeah, at the very least, it's going to punch holes in the wall rather than like take the whole wall down, you know?
0: Right okay well um let's see what else is going on um twitter at ing daydreams or at soul Zero chris at s-i-l-z-e-r-o
1: s-i-l-z-e-r-o-m-a-t-t and t-h-e-b-r-o-t-h-e-r-m-a-t-t-1
0: the arabic numeral one yes and that is for Twitch, which I'm uh, still doing occasionally at twitch.tv slash ingdaydreams. That's uh, twitch.tv slash the brother, Matt. Um, if you want additional content, go to patreon.com slash zero, the most recent thing posted was a story I wrote about a space pirate. I liked it. Thank you. Um, got some more coming down the pike. Um, so, you know, drop on by and um, check that stuff out also. If you join the Patreon for at least a dollar, you get access to all the secret channels on the page, uh, on the Discord, and the Discord is definitely uh, a pop in place. Sometimes, yeah, if we're a,
1: thriving over there.
0: Yeah, um, we 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 saw a picture of uh, stringy Goku. <laughs> um, Leslie made some bad jokes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, we have a we have a creative advice brainstorm channel where we give advice and thoughts about. Um, podcasting and writing and I mean like there's a guy one of our listeners is making a new podcast right now which we will tell you about as soon as three episodes are published because that's (laughs) my rule Um, but you know they're getting advice from me and um, Adam Beltane from Force Majeure so I mean like if you're interested in that 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 might be something you want to check out
1: yeah I've I've listened to all the episodes so far very well polished
0: of uh, the other one of Of the one that we're not talking about yet oh really oh look at that Well, um, okay. Until next time. Uh, We still don't have anything.
1: I'm just going to hit stop.